and we are live. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Respect the Craft. This is episode number 196 as we continue win week here. And I'm joined by El Jefe Adrian Santos. Good evening, sir. How's it going? Good. You said my name, my correcto. Adrian Santos, El Jefe de Nueva York, El Jefe the win wrestling is now. I'm going to be the half of everything. I stumble. I got, I, I'm, I'm glad we finally get to do this because finally I have another fellow Equa in the building. We have exactly. the, the we have the el, el nightmare de Ecuador. Tenemos Adrian Santos in the building, but I'm finally glad we're able to do this, especially a part of Win Week as we are getting ready for this Saturday's New York wins. We're going to be talking about your match. And a lot that we have to get into. But before we get into that, I do have to ask you, you heard the name of the show. It's called Respect the Craft. So when you hear that term, though, the craft, what does that mean to you? The craft for me is, is I'm sure you'll have the same answer. It's professional wrestling. I know a lot of people said that, oh, this is their dream, that this is the only thing they want to do. For me, this is the only thing I have to do. It's the only thing I'm going to do. I've chosen to not do anything else in life. A lot of people said that, that they were born to this. I was destined to this. I've said this since day one. Almost 11, I'm actually almost going 12 years now. I told myself that this is the only thing I'm going to do in life. Either I do this or I die trying. So that's what that's what El Jefe Adrian Santos is going to do. Got you. Definitely so. And here we go. We already got the Cis Nye Roman in the chat. What's going on? Buenas noches. Buenas noches. There we go. We got, we got the Spanish in the chat there. So. Let's, let's get into that. Let's let's get into that here because I do want to talk about again. You chose. You said it. This was what. This is the destiny here. This is what you chose. What was that that made you decide though to step into that ring? Not just what was it that that caught your eye about wanting to become a fan of the business, but what was it that made you decide? Not only do you want to watch this, I have to step through those ropes. My whole life, it's always been about combat sports. Ever since basically coming out of the womb, uh, the first day I started breathing, I guess my mind was just attracted to to combat sports, attracted to violence. Uh, when I was three years old is when I started doing some combat sports, like uh, a little bit of karate, because uh, I was always active. I've always wanted to punch something and kick something. So so then, so then uh, when I got older and started to learn about professional wrestling got into it at a young age you know being a fan of this is what the start of 2005 that's when i got into professional wrestling that's when i uh, was watching it and then throughout you know learning about it and learning it not just about we learning about other places like tna and then just when i just started to train in 2012 when i was 17 years old that's when I started learning about the Indies and I did not know anything about the Indies. I just knew about, because honestly, because my first, uh, my first day of training, like I, my trainer's Joel Maximo of the SATs. And I didn't know not, I didn't know anything about the Indies. So he taught me about ring of honor, taught me about, um, other promotions that he's part of Japanese professional wrestling. So all that, came to fruition i was like okay this is awesome now i get to learn about not just the bb but about everything it kind of works out because you walk in almost with like clean slate not knowing about all this not knowing what 
again, the horizons are, and it gives you that fresh mentality of now learning everything day one. Like, hey, this is the opportunities you could have out there. This is, there are more than just, hey, you know about this. Now this is your horizon now. So. Yeah, because yeah, because before I even knew about Joel and his brothers and just the whole New York indie scene, um, I had plans of probably even just going to Florida because it was like during, let me think, 2010, 2011, when Team 3D was going to open up their school in Florida. Okay, yeah. I was like, I was like, screw it, I'll go to Florida <laughs> if I can learn how to train. I'll go to Florida because again, I knew nothing about about New York wrestling. Yeah. I was very, very unknown of anything. So I was going to do that. And then I found out about NYWC. And then I was like, okay, I'll make something closer. Maybe I'll do that. But then luckily, Joel ran his first show of FSW, of Fighting Spirit Wrestling. Luckily, a couple blocks away from my house. I went to that show, had an amazing time. I was feeling like it was feeling like wow, this is such a. I like that's what I like. I love independent wrestling, and I know a lot of, of people be like when they hate seeing smaller shows. They think oh, it's not important for me. It is because like it's more it's more interactive, yeah. it's more emotional. Where it's like do you feel the crowd, especially if the fifty or sixty people that are out there sound like two hundred, and they're loud throughout the whole show. It just makes it feel much better. So when I went to that first show. It was such an amazing experience, and I knew like, okay, this is my ticket. Like, I heard about that they were gonna they were gonna open up a school too close to my area. I was okay, this is my chance. This is my only chance to do it. Gotcha. So luckily, from February twenty twelve to now, you know, I've just been a part of professional wrestling, and it's, it's been amazing. There's been ups, there's, there's been a lot of downs, but luckily, I'm still I'm still here. I'm still still kicking and. With Adrian Santos, I know that I'm gonna make a the biggest impact that New York's ever seen. Because New York, to be honest, New York wrestling is dead. I don't see any great New York wrestling anymore, or I've seen just the repetitive stuff anywhere where I don't see anyone else having an opportunity. That's what wrestling is now presents. That's what wrestling now wants to be. Because back in again, back to the FSW days, honestly, no one could touch us. I've heard it. Every single show that we did, every show, every show we did monthly from like 2012 to 2015. Oh, you're such an awesome wrestler. You should be here. You should be there. And maybe I felt a little too comfortable. Maybe that's why I'm not where I'm at, where I wanted to be now. But I know for a fact that I'm going to go to the places that I want to go, especially now that professional running is such a bigger, bigger um, world now where yeah. you don't necessarily have to go down to down Orlando for 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 WWE or to Tampa for AEW, you can have a big successful filling career going everywhere else, and that's what I want to do to go everywhere else. No, so let's, let's talk about that though. Let's talk about again. You talk about that time in 2012. How was that evolution for you? Because definitely the Adrian Santos we see now is definitely different than the time at FSW. So talk to oh, us a little bit about sure, that, that for evolution sure. for you and how that process was. When I said that in professional wrestling, I had a lot of downs. It's true. I had a lot, a lot. I have, I'll be honest. I had a lot more downs than ups. And that made that made what Adrian Santos is now. I needed those downs because if I was just up, 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 
I will probably be the most hated professional wrestler out there, but for the wrong reasons. I would have had such a such a big ego that sure I would have maybe been in in the big places by now, but I probably would have been kicked out if I didn't feel heartache or or sadness or triumphs. And I did because twenty twelve, um, twenty twelve of of, my, of the version of myself is a hundred percent different than. 2023 Adrian Santos now because 2020 uh 2012 excuse me I was a kid I was 18 years old was just was just happy to be there and then when FSW ended I had nowhere to go and then went to these small places that ended up being bad too so it was just really like I was really really in a messed up place in my career thinking like I have nowhere else to go what am I gonna do but then luckily I was able to climb, uh, get out of those dark, dark um, places. And then luckily I reunited with Joel. He's giving me the platform again. And with that, I can show people who really I am. I needed those years of, of heartache. I needed those years of, of just fuckery where it's like, todo pasó mal para mí. And I needed that just so I can be Adrian Santos now because Adrian Santos is what my former gimmicks were, I always say like the ghosts of my past, Cholo, what people are more more recognized um, by me is Magma. So those two were, are ghosts of my past and they still are here and they're still here. So that drives me and motivates me to make sure that I don't stay there and I could just be Adrian Santos. And what Adrian Santos is, is truly who I am, someone who, is not taking no for an answer anymore. When I the head, I'm the jefe of professional wrestling. I'm gonna be the jefe of the professional wrestling. It's because I need it. I want it. And again, I've gotten to see that, especially now at wrestling is now getting to see what you mean in that ring, getting to see a different side of Adrian Santos, getting to see a more just ruthless side of you in those matches that you've been so far. Especially, you were this close of almost becoming or qualifying to become wrestling is now heavyweight champion, and then some things unfortunately didn't go your way. So yeah, talk, that, talk was, that, that was that was some business, some bad business in my parts because what because Adrian, Adrian Santos was was really born in twenty nineteen out of out of just not knowing where I was going to be in life figuring out who I was. So Adrian Santos was born in 2019. I had my first couple of matches in the, in the BWF. If you remember that promotion, um, I had, I was there for, for a cup of coffee and, and that's where Adrian Santos started. And then, um, I just, with, with all that, with all that, again, more setbacks, more setbacks. I needed to, 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 to create more. I needed to do more. So when it, win came, I knew win was my opportunity to, to achieve what I knew I was going to do for many years now. And when it came to that to that match, yeah, there was some biz, bad business with El Forme Jefe. I took care of him, so we're never going to hear or speak of him ever again. So now I'm El Jefe. Okay, understood, definitely. Because I remember, again, our prior discussions, El Jefe was sending you to do his dirty work. He was sending you in a certain direction. Now I think the road is clear. Now we start seeing the true vision 
of what Adrian Santos wants to do in not only wrestling is now, but worldwide. A mundial, debemos decir. Exactly. Adrian Santos is not going to listen to anyone anymore. That was a bad business, bad business decision on my end because you know our people, Ecuadorianos, especially now, especially now how it is over there, they're they're being treated like peasants, being treated like slaves. I'm not a peasant. I'm not a slave. I'm not going to listen to anyone anymore. It's all about El Jefe, because you saw at at the last show what Uncapable. I'm just going to keep on growing and growing and growing. Yes, that jefe is gone. There's a new jefe at wrestling is now, and I know I'm gonna do great things at wrestling is now. Not just wrestling is now, all over. I'm taking my talents all over. It's almost like a hit list of places that I've been that have done me wrong are coming back for revenge. And for new places, they're gonna know that you do not cross El Jefe, you do not cross Adrian Santos, and you're going to give El Jefe everything he wants. Got you. Understood. And we're definitely going to, we're going to circle back to that because I do want to talk about the hit list of El Jefe. But before we get to that, I do want to get to the comments here. We got Matt Awesome saying, you're my guy. What's going on, Matt? What's going on? Thank you for tuning in. But then that does begin, that hit list begins this Saturday. So let's get into it. Let's talk about New York wins. Let's talk about your match with the greatest showman, Jocko. Which actually we'll get to hear from Jocko tomorrow night, which that concludes win week. So we'll be hearing from Jocko. I can imagine he's probably tuning in and listening what you have to say before this Saturday's match. So talk to us about this, Hefe. Let us know what you think about the greatest showman. At the moment, I have about El Showman. He wants to call himself El Showman. The only thing he's showing me is that he's a payaso. That's all he is. A long-haired payaso who thinks he could just dance around my ring and thinks he can do what I do. No, you need to you need to really show me what you what you, you can do. This is not a game for me. Esto es mi negocio. Professional wrestling. The wrestling business. When, I, when you see the words wrestling business, for me, that's just how, I, how I'm going to make money. Make my money, make money from my logos through violence. And sure, we'll do other stuff here and there, but that's not for this podcast. What is, is violence. Valencia. Because what do Ecuadorians know how to do? Unfortunately, we know how to fight. We know how to fight the dirtiest way possible and the strongest way possible. You know it. Our people back home know it. Todo el mundo va a saber this Saturday. He, I saw his little his little promo, his little video for me. He said three words and laughed through most of it. He's a payaso. He's he's just a joke. And he's going to think that just this is just going to be another match for him. He he. I think he must have forgotten when we had that match uh, a couple months ago. I dropped him on his head easily without even trying. And this Saturday, I'm going to do it again. I might even choke him out too. I choked out Azrael recently. I choked out. I choked out uh, Griffin McCoy. I was this close just because of a stupid ref that you should be interviewing the Invitational Champion now. But then again, we'll get to you know in the future I'll be Invitational Champion. There is no doubt in my mind about that. But another thing, the showman Jocko, he's proud of being from New York. I'm gonna say this message right. New York for a long time turned its back on me. 
New York was like uh, a toxic, a toxic girl that would not leave you alone. And it turned its back on me once, once it, he, she dried me up. So what I'm going to do, New York now, I'm going to take New York. Remember, back towards me. I'm going to spin New York around, hug him, hug her, excuse me, hug her. And then take my own knife and stab, stab New York in the back. Because what New York needs is El Jefe. What New York needs is to be cleansed. New York needs to, New York wrestling just needs to die right now. We're starting fresh. We're starting new. And we're starting this Saturday, El 2 de Diciembre. Wrestling is now. And Jock was going to be the first, first little, first little sacrifice for me. He's going to be my first example that New York belongs to Adrian Santos. New York belongs to Los Lobos. Wrestling is now is mine. Well, I know. I, I like the sound of that, but here we go. We got the good brother Skills the Great in the chat. What's going on, Skills? We'll definitely be seeing you Saturday, brother. But I want to talk about that because you keep mentioning Los Lobos. You keep mentioning the Wolves. You keep mentioning that. And I have to ask... Is that is that just symbolism, or do we see more coming when it comes to who you're doing business with at Wrestling Is Now? Because we saw a little bit of it at, at the last event, but is there is there more coming? Do we see more joining el, el movimiento aquí in Wrestling Is Now? Well, of course. I mean, you know me. I'm proud of my of my heritage. So people who are around me are either going to be a hundred percent Ecuadorian or follow what I'm all about. They listen to what I'm about. They know that if you follow me, you're going to be successful, not just in wrestling, but in life. So Los Lobos, you saw two examples of Lobos at the last show. And yeah, we're just going to keep growing. I'm not going to spoil those prices because no, who knows who could be listening right now? Who knows who could be listening right now that I'm not going to just Spill out all my oh, all my dirty little secrets out here, but just trust me, Los Lobos and Adrian Santos are gonna make a huge impact here at Win. You're gonna just see, forget the end, forget the SATs. Sooner or later, it's gonna be Adrian Santos and Los Lobos on top. Understood. Understood. Again, I like I. Like I said, here on the podcast, I've, I've told you, showing support, especially for a fellow Equa. On Saturday, I have to be neutral on my on my com uh, commentary post, but I definitely am looking forward to see what Los Lobos bring and what you're bringing to Wrestling Is Now and more. Again, this is not just a statement for Wrestling Is Now. This is for anyone listening as well. But here we go. We got Smiley in the chat. Good evening, brother. What's going on? That, Smiley. Smiley in the chat. And then look at that. Skills looks interested there with Los Lobos. He's throwing the eyes at us. Because I can imagine he's listening and he's thinking, because you mentioned the SAT there. Skills definitely very close with the Maximos there in the SAT. So yeah. that's a skills, skills and the and the SATs have their have their issues with the ends, but you just gotta make sure this is all negocio. They want to stay in their lane, they stay in their lane. If they cross my business, they mess with my business, when Things are gonna happen to them. Well then, so now let's let's talk about that. Now I want to get back into you. You, you touched on it earlier, the hit list. So let again. I don't want you to give it everybody because again, you don't want to put out all the information depending on who's listening here. So I do want to mention at least a name or two they could give us 
of some people you've been scouting that you want to square off in that squared circle there? When it comes to wins, of course, I'm going to go for for the so-called so-called pillars of, of this company, and that is your heavyweight champion, Conway. Joey Conway, I see a lot of myself in him. I see that I see that that controlled chaos because I also have controlled chaos because I because I'm I'm not someone who needs to have a grunty voice to get my message through. I could just speak like this and people will listen to what I have to say. Conway is someone who I've seen do a lot of great things. He just won another heavyweight championship. I might take that too from him. I want to take the win heavyweight championship, the championship that I should have right now. But because of, like I mentioned earlier, bad businesses, that didn't happen. Same with Face, the invitation of the champion right now. Everyone saw it. Everyone was there at the, at the last show. I make Griffin McCoy tap out. I should have been your new and inaugural invitational champion. But because of some bad refs, maybe I didn't slip him enough money. He decided to just look at, at Face and, and give him the win. So he fucked up and face another one. He's someone that likes to get angry. He's someone that likes to get violent, but he doesn't know how to control it. I do. I know when to strike and I know when to perfectly take you out. So that's Conway, that's face. And of course, PJ Savage. That's a, that's a T's golden boy, PJ Savage. They're all united. They're all brothers, all hermanos. I don't have family. What I have are associates. I have business partners. I have soldiers who understand the mission, who understand my vision, and they know what I'm going to bring them if they follow me. Savage, you know, he had his own little group back then, but look what happened. It fell apart. And now he wants to ride the coattails of the SAT just because they run this place. Sooner or later, I'm going to be running this place. And I'm going to demand Savage to come to that ring and kiss my feet. Like a peasant that he is. All of them. Conway, Face, Savage, Nikolai White, Peña. All of them. Because look, cause bring up, bring up that, that win, that win um, poster again. Where's Adrian Santos in that? Where's Adrian Santos in that in that in that poster? I should be dead center in that. Because I'm the only one who truly, truly represents win, who truly a lot of people don't know, take care of, of, of things in win. And you mess with the jefe, you mess with mi negocio, watch what's gonna happen to you. Well then. Again, I don't get it. It looks look look at that. That's a that's a great graphic. That's amazing. Right there. There, there, that's a great and graphic. There is, there's there's so much space. It should have been look at that. Like we get exactly. it's it does it does kind of questions. And, and I've been the I've been the crap out of some of those people in that poster. So why do they deserve to be front and center? And this is New York. New York is going to be mine. For a long time, it decided to 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 leave me aside to throw me out like like trash i'm coming back stronger faster more violent than ever new york is going to be mine now 
Once I conquer New York, the rest of the world is mine. So just like, just like, one, just like one good uh, Tony Montana, the world is yours. El mundo es mío. And it's going to be sooner rather than later. There you go. So I want to talk about that. You mentioned names that win. You mentioned that hit list. But who's outside of win? Who's or you have your eye on? Again, just a few. So you don't you don't let everyone know you're coming. Because you never want to put that out there. You never want to give everyone uh, a head start. So who outside of win does El Jefe have his site set on? I have companies. I have companies. Not just in the, because if I tell you names, we're going to be here all night. But I have companies in mind. I have I have a nice little little revenge plot against against places like that have done me wrong. Places like Tessa Strength in Connecticut, PAPW in Connecticut, CZW in Jersey. And those places have done Adrian Santos wrong in the past. They've treated me like like I was nothing, like I was trash. And you don't do that to El Jefe. Just because the angry I get, I'm not someone who just is gonna cry and yell and complain. No, hefes, real, real hefes, they sit in silence because they know in their mind they know what to do. So for places like PPW, Tessa Strength, CZW, I'm coming back sooner rather later, and I'm gonna take every one of your top stars out. And when it comes to new places that I want to go to, places like, of course, GCW. Want to wrestle guys like like Jordan Oliver? I I beaten two of his boys, and I want the head the head one. I want the youngest, the dumbest, and the brokest in Jordan Oliver. I want him. Who else? Mm, probably Bruno, that big Cuban. I see him every now and then. You know he shares a smile, but deep down I know that. He thinks Cubans are better than Ecuadorians. One day in the ring, I'm going to show him that. And then probably just take out, you know, some good New York legends just to show what, who the real head of New York is. So guys like Homicide, guys like, who else? Just represents that generation. I've beaten, I've beaten Steve Mack before. I've been in the ring with Steve Mack before. He got, he got lucky. He got, he ran away. Damn Moff. Because I don't care how big his shoulders are. I'll still take him out. People like Steve Pena, who I know is going to be at the show. I mentioned it before. He thinks he's big, bad, you know, represents his country, represents DR. I've been in DR. It's okay. It's not like Ecuador. So when, if so, one day I'm going I'm to I'm see him backstage, probably pull him by his hair, toss him in that ring, and just drop him on his head. The list goes on and on and on. But, yeah, those people in particular – just to show that El Jefe, Adrian Santos, New York is not going to be my home. I hated New York for a long time, but now it's time to, to really, really take over New York. Just to show, because if, like they say, if you could be successful in New York, you could be successful anywhere else. I take over New York, I take over the rest of the world. So I, I want to talk about that, because a lot of this message, a lot of this is coming from that feeling of being stabbed in the back, being forgotten, being resented by New York. So I want to talk about that because after all of that, how do you decide I'm not done? How does that, how do you come back from that? How do you come back when something that, again, you've chosen to only do? This is 
professional wrestling es tu negocio, es la vida tuya. How do you come back with all that after being just, again, kicked to the curb by a place you thought was your home and a play and a, and a business that you thought was yours? How do you come back from that? How do you decide to now bring el jefe, to find el jefe in you? How does that happen? Just one day, someone's gonna someone's gonna snap. It only like it like like of nice nice fun little gentleman that wears makeup and wears a nice purple suit. Said once that it only takes one bad day for someone to snap. And if I have had a lot, I've had a lot of bad days. So it just build and build and build. Where I just see people, not just in New York, it's the tri-state area, where I see people who don't deserve. What what they got? They know how to. They know how to kiss ass well enough. They know how to politic well enough. And I was someone who never really did that. I came in before. I came in, showed up, did my job, and left. Got my pay and then left. But now it's little paychecks are not enough anymore. I need the big paychecks. I need a couple of zeros in front of and behind of ones now. I need not just money. I just need I just need control. That's what a jefe is all about too. It's not just about money. It's about control. It's about when people hear the name Adrian Santos, I want them to say, "Oh, I want them to have a reaction immediately." And I had that, you know, back back in the day. I had that when they say, "Oh, you're gonna step in the ring with you know with magma. You're gonna step in the ring with Cholo." But oh shit, really? I had that. I missed that. That fire, it, it almost, it almost died out. It almost died out. But then that fire never really, never really went away. And then years and years of just seeing people get more and more opportunities, get do basically take over my business is something that I just couldn't take anymore. Adrian Santos could not take that anymore. So I just had to do something. I needed to do something. Because I'm not just going to be another, another local that's saying, "Oh yeah, you could have done this." I don't know why you you're not here or you're not there. I've heard that for many years. That also eats you up. It's like having it's like having multiple multiple stab wounds in in your back, more and more and more and more. And I didn't want I did not want to bleed out. I didn't want to die, being not known, being just some somebody out there in the streets. Maybe one person will remember me, and that's it. No, I need the whole world to remember me. So that's what I'm gonna do now. That's what that's what Adrian Santos is gonna do. Not just that win, but anywhere I want to go. I have plans. I'm not gonna tell them all right now, but I have plans. I have ideas. I have things going on. It, it's it's gonna happen. I can't wait any longer. Adrian Santos needs to do this now. It's now or never. And when someone has no time left to do things. Then you, then that's when you see the true, true animal. That's why I chose the logos. That's why I chose that symbol. Because when a wolf is hungry enough, they'll eat anything, even their own kind sometimes. So that's what that's that's why Adrian Santos is now the most dangerous man in professional wrestling. I like it. And again, I can't wait to see where this flourishes, where this continues to flourish, not only at wrestling is now, but beyond and seeing again, a year from now, hopefully we have this conversation again and see 
just what a year does. Again, the new year is coming. So it's a whole time, a whole year now to conquer and make that statement and continue to prove why you are in Hefe. So and what a and what a way to end 2023 by dropping that payaso on his head, throwing him all over Queens, New York, and just leaving him down just like the pay just like the payaso he is. A joke. Jocko is a joke. That's all there is to it. And I got more important things to do and win. I got that heavyweight championship in mind. I got that invitational championship in mind. I want to call out big names to come to my company and see if they can shut me up. Try to try to take my business away from me. I must, they're going to try, but I know they're all going to fail. Gotcha. And, now and again, that, that does bring me one final thing before we start wrapping this up is you mentioned the names, you mentioned people you're scouting, and you talk about that heavyweight championship. Joey Conway is facing a pretty big name this weekend. Un, un, un Boricua in Lucha Lit, Lince Dorado. I can imagine you're watching this match Saturday with very close eyes. Oh, yes. I'm going to have my, my Lobos um, by my side, have a nice drink in my hand, and just watching, just like everyone else, watching that heavyweight championship. I want to see how good Conway thinks he is and just to see how much uh, Lince can take him to the limit. Because if I see Conway tired after a match with Lince, then I know I'm going to take him out easily. I know for a fact that I can take out Lince, no problem. He wants to step into the ring with me next after Conway. Whether he's champion or not, I'll take him out. And then I'll go after Conway. And then I'll go after Face. And then Savage. And then everyone else I want to I wanna take out. Just because I want to. Just because I can. Understood. Definitely. And again, I'm glad uh, we're cordial. We're good. Again, fellow. Oh, fellow cordial. Yeah, we have the same blood. You're good. You're showing me respect. And that's what Adrian Santos loves too. Respect. You respect me. You shake my hands. We'll, we'll do it on Saturday. We'll shake hands. And there's not going to be any issues. And then I'll make sure by the time you, you're commentating my match, I'm going to share a nice little envelope is next to you. And you're going you're gonna to say nice words. Say nice words well, to me. Of course. Of course. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely do. I'll definitely make sure, again, especially for you and Los Lobos. And again, uh, we'll make sure to remind people of, the, of uh, what Jocko is. But I will be talking to Jocko tomorrow. So, again, I must be cordial to him as well tomorrow. When Saturday I comes, it might be different. I hope Jocko wasn't just playing with with toys with his kids, doing stupid stuff. I hope he was actually listening to this podcast to really understand what he's getting himself into this Saturday. That just three or four little words is not gonna not gonna intimidate me. Being in the dark, laughing like a like an idiot is not gonna it's not gonna scare me or anything. He's gonna he's gonna know. He's going to know what Adrian Santos is about this Saturday. There you go. So, Adrian, before I let you go, I do have to ask you one final question here, and that is for El Jefe, for Adrian Santos, what is the end goal? To not be forgotten. To be the absolute, not just not just El Jefe, because El Jefe is good. I love that name. But then what's bigger than El Jefe? El Rey. And what's bigger than El Rey? Dios. 
Because jefes are respected, like you showed me. Kings are 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 um, honored, but gods are feared. That's what I want. Adrian Santos is next to you in a in a match card. I want you to be fearful for your life. Adrian Santos is is on your match card. You know, money is gonna come into that promotion's um uh, wallet. It's got more money's gonna come to me. That's what I want. I want Adrian Santos to never be forgotten. I want Adrian Santos to be known as not just the best Ecuadorian professional wrestler in the world, not just to be the best Latino wrestler there's ever been, but just the best professional wrestler, period. No, that's great right there. And again, to be able to also have that representation there and have that, it's awesome to hear. And look at that. We got the good brother from VXS himself, Isaac, in the chat. Best of luck, brother. He also will be there this Saturday, so he definitely will be watching and seeing you and Jocko and the great action this Saturday at Wrestling Is Now. Before we let you go, let's make sure to plug all the social media here. Make sure you guys are following Adrian on Instagram right there. Adrian Santos underscore El Ecuatoriano right there. El Ecuadorian there, sorry. <laughs> I'm used to saying it's Spanish. My apologies. Then follow well, him right there on Twitter X whatever you want to call it there, at Adrian Santos S-E-N right there. Make sure you've got all that. And also, make sure you are there this Saturday, New York wins. Again, a stacked card from top to bottom. Don't forget, tomorrow we end win week with Jocko on the podcast at 7 p.m. And then also, I want to give a big shout-out to my family at the Knuckleheads for sponsoring me for commentary this weekend. So I'll be behind the commentary booth narrating the action. So, Adrian, thank you so much again for joining us here. It's been a pleasure, Jefe, and I'll be seeing you this Saturday. And to everyone at home, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, respect the craft. I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Gracias, man. Take care. Have a good one, man.